Well, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, the day that celebrates love and lovers. And I'm feeling uncomfortable. Oh, it's got nothing to do with my wife. It, it's my son's. You see, I have had the pleasure of raising three boys, and it's been a wonderful experience 85% of the time. The remaining 15% has been um, excruciating. 5% of the pain came from simple misunderstandings about what it means to be responsible. The remaining throbbing discomfort occurred when it was time to talk to each of the boys about sex. I know. I know what many of you enlightened parents are thinking right now and doing. You're rolling your eyes in judgment. Well, just give me a little slack, okay? When it was time for me to learn about the birds and the bees, my father took my brother and me squirrel hunting. Stan was 11 and I was 13 when we headed out to the woods. It was early fall. We struck out with a thermos of hot chocolate for us and a six-pack of Miller's High Life for Dad. Had we paid more attention to the ratio of drinks to people, we might have been suspicious. But we were naive, innocent at that point. Our weapon of choice that day was a twenty-two caliber rifle, a Christmas present from the year before. We sat ourselves under a tree and were quiet. I cradled the gun in my lap, Stan drank hot chocolate, and Dad drank beer. Someone said, there's one. Sure enough, high up in the tree there was a punk squirrel feeling lucky. I raised my gun and held my breath. My trigger finger squeezed the trigger. The squirrel was not so lucky that day. Now it was Stan's turn. He cradled the gun. I held the empty thermos he had depleted, and Dad opened another beer. Another squirrel fell from the tree. The scene replayed itself beer for beer and squirrel for squirrel. Soon, six of the furry little carcasses lay at our feet. We were low on ammo, and Dad was out of beer. Dad laid the little guys and gals on their backs. Their legs fell apart, revealing what only another squirrel should see. Okay. Now, if you look at these two here, you see their equipment there. It looks familiar, right? That is a boy squirrel. And he was quite a boy from the looks of things. He pointed to the others. Now, look here. There's no equipment that you can see, right? But there is right here. That is a girl squirrel. Stan lit up like a Christmas tree. It was a lightning bolt of information. Oh, well, look at the difference. Look. I wanted to put a sock in his mouth. He was excited and animated. He pointed out the breasts were different. This was different. That was different. Dad nodded his head. That's right, son. It was a proud moment. I wanted to scream. Once home, I grabbed a drink from the fridge and headed out to the deck. I sat there brooding. I was 13 and pretty darn good at brooding. The quicker I was away from my father and my brother, the better. I could hear Mom preparing dinner through the window that was over the sink. She clattered pots and pans. Then I heard her with Dad. Well, did you have the talk? She asked. Dad's voice was full of pride. Mission accomplished. Really? Mom inquired. Yep, every detail. No problem, he said. 
No problem. Really? If I were going to date someone with a bushy tail that lived in a tree, no problem. No problem if I was going to ask someone to the annual nut festival. Over the next few months, classmates came to school sharing what their talks had revealed. Oh, this was a rich subject. We gathered at lunch and at free time to draw diagrams to make sure we got it right. There was a pattern emerging. However, not once did I ever consider sharing the squirrel side of the equation with any of them. Nate, my oldest son, was 12 when we thought the time was right. It was early spring, a Sunday. He was outside and I called him up to the deck with a mug of hot chocolate. He was immediately suspicious. Sensing that, I jumped straightway into the when two people like each other speech. I followed that up as quick as I could with the egg talk. And that's where he stopped me. He held up his little hand. Stop! Are we trying to have the talk? He asked. Well, yes, son, pretty much, I replied. He shook his head. I don't want to do that now, okay? Well, sure. Sure, that's no problem, I said. Just get back to me with any questions you might have. He yelled, okay, as he jumped from the deck and headed out to shoot more baskets. Later that afternoon, my wife asked me how it went. My voice was full of pride. Mission accomplished. Really, my wife inquired. Yeah, every detail, no problem. Son number two was 11 when we thought the time was right. He was playing a video game in the family room when I brought him a mug of hot chocolate and asked him to pause the game. He turned to face me. His lips were pursed together and his little eyes piercing. It was very uncomfortable. I began, You're at an age when we need to have a... I wasn't able to get any further. He stopped me. This is a sex talk, right? Yes, He waved me off. Know all about it. Dustin's dad told him and he filled us in. I got it. Hot chocolate's good, Dad. Thanks. He turned around and began playing his game again. And somewhere in me, somewhere deep down, I was relieved. And I heard that voice. Mission accomplished. So, son number three is now at that age. The clock is ticking. Valentine's Day is looming to remind me. My wife is giving me the eye like, go on, talk to him, hurry up. Okay. Squirrel hunting is out of the question. I feed the squirrels. I don't even have a gun. But I do have a library card. And I have been told there is a section on the very subject I need to illustrate. I've never seen it myself, but I think I can find it. It's way back in the north corner of the library, and the books are placed up rather high on one of the shelves, like the third or fourth shelf, I'm told. So, we're headed to the library this week, and if all goes well, I'll have the talk, and I'll scare the bejeebers out of everyone in the library when I break the rules and yell at the top of my lungs, Mission accomplished. Shh! (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day.